Welcome to Treks in Sci-Fi, episode number 665. Wow, that's a lot. For January 7th, 2018. Hi, I'm Rick Moyer. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Rico, for entrusting me with a year in review. That's right. We're going to look back at uh, 2017 and see what was covered in the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Absolutely awesome stuff. Can't wait to share some of it with you. And I'm really looking forward to 2018 with all the new great sci-fi things that are out and are coming out. So without any further ado, let's get started with Treks in Sci-Fi, the year in review. January of 2017 started out with a cool little mini cast that uh, Rico did to get people to come over to the Vimeo channel. And by the way, the Vimeo channel is awesome. It's vimeo.com forward slash Trekkie, T-R-E-K-K-I-E. And you can see all the cool videos that Rico does during the year. Been doing a lot more videos from his cool new remodeled studio, The Basement. Yeah, check it out. It's really good stuff. So he uh, got us to come on over there so we could watch the video of that. Then um, on the 8th of January, just about a year ago, I actually hosted the review of 2016. So if you want to find out what uh, we looked at during that time um, or what we talked about during that time on the podcast, more than welcome to check out my year in review. On January 15th, a really wild podcast happened when Jen and Rico got together and talked about the book Dracula versus Hitler. And, and let me just say, it didn't suck. But maybe it did. I don't know. Anyway, they said it was a lot better than it sounded. Um, so anyway, you got to check that out. Also, had a little bit of talk about Rogue One, as you recall. Rogue One had come out not, uh, well, uh, less than a month before that. And uh, we all remember how much we liked Rogue One. Good show. Uh, and then, of course, Passengers was talked about, too. You know that one where uh, uh, they're on the ship, um, the colony's going uh, to, to uh, colonize this one planet, and, uh, and then it malfunctions. And, yeah, cool, cool movie. So that was all covered on January 15th. Then our buddy Jedi Jeff was back again for uh, one of his awesome things, talking about the uh, ships of Rogue One. Along with him, Chris joined him, and Brian, and I even think Brian had a shirt on, which is kind of cool. And they talked all about the ships and uh, different vehicles in Rogue One. As always, fascinating topic. Then on the 29th, and I'm going to play a little clip from it, um, Rico covered something that was just the coolest. This was the Roddenberry Vault that came out, which had a bunch of unseen footage from the original series. He commented a little bit about what he thought about uh, what he had watched. 
take a listen. If it's been 50 years, there's no way you think that you haven't seen absolutely everything about Star Trek. Every person has told every single story that they possibly could tell. Every frame of film has been seen that could possibly be seen. The idea that there would be something out there that people had not seen seems a little impossible, but I will be first in line to, uh, to see it. As a fan, I was always really obsessed with what are those scenes that ended up in the cutting room floor now that I'm a television writer and producer. I know there's there must be tons of scenes that never made it on the air that would just be wonderful to see. We always had this dream that stuff was going to turn up and we figured there has to be some stuff buried somewhere. Hopefully it'll be discovered before someone bulldozes a building that it's in or something like that. I would know if it's out there, okay? I've gone all over the internet. I have been to a million conventions. The prospect of seeing a deleted scene, one deleted scene, alternate points of view from any of those 79 episodes would have been enough for me to go, wow. A different perspective, something new. It's like discovering Star Trek all over again. I'm a Star Trek completionist. If there are outtakes, if there are cut scenes, and if they existed and they were available in some fashion, I would consume them ravenously. Just when you think you've seen everything about Star Trek, suddenly here are these moments thought to be forever lost to time. The moment before the camera rolls, the moment after the camera rolls. When you see even a glimpse of moments you haven't seen, when you've kind of seen everything, it pulls you right back into the very first time you saw Star Trek. And you always, in all Star Trek footage, the chemistry's there. It's like, it's like the Beatles. There is a great chemistry in the cast. It's always great to see because there's so much laughter. That raw footage is a prism into the making of the episodes. It's as close as you'll ever get to knowing what it was like to be on set. So to have a chance to look at this original footage would be a remarkable glimpse inside a world that many of us would have never dreamed possible to see. The way they presented this uh, package, the Roddenberry Vault, is is kind of interesting. I, I, there are things that I really like about it, uh, and and a couple of things that I have kind of a little bit of a problem with. But um, well, we'll talk about it here in a second. The um, the way it's presented, it's a three disc set. I got the Blu Ray, of course, and, and you know it's touted as having never before seen footage uh, from the original Star Trek. Of course, this is all focused on the original series, which is my favorite by far. And so for a fan like me, and some things have of what, what's in this set, I've, I've heard about and seen over the years due to these film clips, due to uh, stories at conventions, due to things that were included in the James Blish um, novelizations, uh, the way they novelized the uh, – is novelized a word? The way they basically turned the episodes James Blish did of the original series in, into more of a, a fully fleshed story. So Rico did an awesome job at talking about the Roddenberry vaults. And uh, if you have a chance to get that particular set, get it. Because, well, if you're a Star Trek fan, you'll dig it. Trust me on this one. All right. February of 2017. I kicked it off with a Next Generation episode, The Pegasus. Oh, I just love that uh, episode. Of course, I love all Next Generation episodes, but in particular, finding the uh, cloaking device that was, you know, did the phasing and you could go through the matter. And it was a great, great episode. And I had a great time uh, talking about it. You can check that out. Uh, that was on February 5th. February 12th, we had another vid vidcast, video cast. And of course, again, you can get to 
Vimeo.com Trekkie. So if you want to watch any of the videos, you can do that. This one was all about movies in 2017. February 19th, Mark Daniels took over. Mark, as always, does an amazing job talking about older science fiction movies, classics. Now, this time he covered The Queen of Outer Space from 19, I think, 56. Let me see. Oh, 1958. And it was, uh, yeah, the classic Queen of Outer Space. If you've never heard one of Mark's uh, podcasts, you need to do it. Mark Daniels does a great job. Now, he's my buddy. Uh, he's not very far from me. He lives in the Seattle area, and I'm about two hours towards the west, right on the Pacific Ocean. And so I've met Mark. We've gone to the Sci-Fi Museum in Seattle together, and great guy. Loves science fiction, and what a great... He's just a lot of fun to talk to. Very knowledgeable in the area of sci-fi. February 26th was a look back at genre movies and TV from the year 1991. And, of course, that's always fun when Rico picks a year and then goes ahead and talks all about it. You know, many of the years are uh, classic in, to a certain point. And, uh, check it out. They've got Lena. You know the layout well enough to go in after her? Yeah, but it won't be easy. Can you hear me, Jack Death? Can be fun watching you burn to death. Trancers 2, starring Tim Thomerson of Near Dark, Helen Hunt from Next of Kin, Megan Ward of Crash and Burn, Richard Lynch of The Sword and the Sorcerer, and Jeffrey Combs from Reanimator. Trancers 2, the return of Jack Death. Jack, the 20th century must be getting to you. You have no idea. So next up for this year in movies, uh, we have our, our, a real good one, a good one that I've talked about before, did a whole show on it, I believe, way back in the in the early days, is Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, which was the final uh, original series cast uh, in a Trek film. Uh, this, of course, uh, is, is, is a really a fantastic film, one of the best of the original cast series films, probably to me. My second favorite behind uh, uh, Star Trek The Wrath of Khan, of course. And then, of course, in March, we had a guest appearance from our very well-known and appreciated uh, Treks and Sci-Fi member, Vartok. That's right, Vartok. Uh, he's an alien, all right, but uh, his podcasts are always amazing. And uh, he covered another composer, you know, if you've heard any of his stuff in the past, he covers music from movies and TV and different media and always does a great job and insight into the different composers. This time, uh, John Debney was the composer that Vartok uh, covered. And of course, he covers a couple more during the year and we'll talk about that coming up. All right, on March 19th, Chris and I got together and we did a very exciting podcast about planet of the apes the tv series oh man what an have you seen that yet it's really good you can uh get a hold of it they were showing it on tv not too long ago but you can get it on dvd but we had a great discussion on that 
caught up in a strange vortex of energy during a celestial probe. The two astronauts were propelled through the time barrier. They landed 2,000 years after their takeoff on a strange continent that had once been known as Earth. From one of the most successful motion pictures ever made comes an exciting new television series, Planet of the Apes. Roddy McDowell, Ron Harper, and James Martin star in Planet of the Apes. Okay, there you go. Classic from the 1974. Yes. Uh, getting everybody convinced uh, that they should watch Planet of the Apes, which, by the way, was originally going to air on a Tuesday night. But something, I don't know what happened, but they put it up against Chico and the Man on Friday night, which got it kind of not great ratings. Yeah. Uh, so they put I it on Friday. I guess that was a huge show, right? That's the, that had uh, Freddie Prinze. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fred Sanford. And, and the, yeah, that was a, yeah, I remember that. My mom and dad loved that show. So the thing that's different about this, if you're just familiar with the, with the movies, is that, me, like, so when they, again, like when I started watching it recently, I've never really, I don't remember it at all other than vaguely. So all of a sudden this, this guy, Pharaoh comes and rescues them and he starts talking. I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. What's, what the heck? Cause you know, in the other movies, the old movie, well, the movies, the humans didn't talk. Humans were mute. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not the, obviously not the case in the show. That would be a very, very weird show. To, it would be odd, yeah, to have uh, me, especially because it seemed because most of the uh, this show is a very seventies. Oh my goodness! As as we go through the the, the series, it, yeah. you, I became very cognizant of the fact that oh, this is just like the Hulk, and it's just like yeah. the Fugitive, and it's just yeah. it's like somebody being chased by somebody, and then encountering yeah. other people in towns and solving their little problems, and then moving yep. on to somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. It, follow, like, it followed the Bonanza kind of way, yes. the, the thing of this. Yeah, and that's, I think, why I liked it initially, because yes. I thought it, it, it just, it was familiar to me in that, in that, but you could tell it was so 70s. They had the haircuts. Uh, I mean, if they could have, they would have worn the clothes, you know. Oh. On March 26th, Rico did a classic-style episode for Enterprise, the uh, series with the episode Proving Ground. And, of course, he talked about movies and TV and all sorts of other things as well. Mark comes back to us uh, starting in April and does a guest host, takes us back to 1957. Can you guess which classic sci-fi show that he covered? Well, if you guessed The Deadly Mantis, you'd be correct. Classic sci-fi stuff. Mark Daniels, as always, puts on a great podcast. Love listening to his stuff. And more times than not, it makes me go and find the movie and watch it because, well, Mark rocks. It was very fun. All right. Then on April 9th, we did some time travel uh, by talking about time travels in the movies and TV and in books. And so they had a great discussion. Uh, Rico talked all about um, some stuff that he likes as far as time travel. We all like that. Well, maybe some of us don't, but I do. I think the time travel stuff is cool. And of course, there's a lot of time travel and Trek and all that jazz. But uh, Rico did a whole podcast just on time travel, which I thought was cool. Yeah. 
Then a mini audio show directing people to another vidcast uh, in April um, the 23rd of 2017. Uh, a brand new vidcast went up over at vimeo.com forward slash Trekkie. T-R-E-C. No, no, no. T-R-E-K-K-I-E. Then the Star Wars Stacks crew, Chris, Joe, and Jen got together, and on April 30th, they talked all about Star Wars Celebration and the Last Jedi trailer that they saw, and more. Great episode. Always fun to hear them banter back and forth about cool, geeky stuff. Uh, maybe the Jedi are going to not be a thing, but there's going to be something to replace the Jedi with. Or like I think they're pulling a little bit from... Uh... Oh, what's it called? That long one. Not Legacy of the Force, but the one with the the Yuzen Vong. What's it called? Oh, the the the, the new, Gen, new Jedi Order. Yeah, with like the Living Force and I mean they've talked about that before. Yeah, I but, mean I'm just I just think that maybe that's when because balance comes up, which we've heard before. You right. Know, uh interesting. So what And then maybe, they established all that, you know, the Ahsoka like gray Jedi, right. whatever you know. So um, there's, you know, and we're, I know we're counting everything as canon now, and I, I kind of look too deep into things sometimes. But <laughs> there is, um, there was also, I don't want to. If you guys haven't seen the Obi Wan Clone Wars or, or uh, Rebels episode, I can't really talk about this, so I guess I won't bring it up. But there's something that happens in that episode that makes me think um, differently about Luke and what's going on in this movie. So. Anyway, it's fine. I think it has a really. I think the movie is going to look really good. Um, I'm kind of you know more interested to see these characters again than I thought I would be. So yeah, uh, that's cool. Uh, is Finn going to wake up? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> now Finn's just sleeping the whole movie. Now um, Lucasfilm has also come out and said that Carrie Fisher or Princess Leia as a character will not be in Episode Nine at all. So basically, I guess so. She won't be in episode nine, but they got permission to use her non-CGI image in other things. Right. So Or was that debunked at some point? I don't I think it's all been debunked. I think that okay. her brother is confused. Uh, which is what Kathleen Kennedy kind of said. <laughs> but um so it just makes you wonder what's gonna happen in this movie, because if in that one shot of Leia in in the trailer, she's clearly on a on a ship. That's like a Mont Calamari ship, I think. Yeah, and she was looking at like a star map. I, I, mm -hmm. I think it's like, is it the, it might be the Luke, finding Luke star map. Maybe. I always like listening to those guys. They're fun. All right. Now, coming in May of 2017, it uh, started off with a bang because Rico did a classic Treks in Sci-Fi podcast where he covered an original episode. Um, this was the one. Uh, with the Medusan uh, delegate guy, and uh, Dr. Pulaski was actually in it, but she wasn't Dr. Pulaski. She was Miranda. Remember that? Yeah, that was a cool one. It was called, Is Is There in Truth No Beauty? And so he covered that. Of course, always fun to hear a classic episode like that where he uh, you know plays part of it and then talks about the episode and Goes back and forth in between things. I always liked those. That's what got me hooked on Treks and Sci-Fi long, long ago. When I first heard it, I was just like, wow, somebody else that will talk about these episodes in a way that are it's true to my heart. You know, I love 
listening to people's opinions and talking about the episode. And maybe they noticed something that I noticed, or maybe they saw something I didn't see in there. And I love to hear about that kind of stuff. Rico does an amazing job at that. Uh, Such a great example to us as geeks. I love it. Thanks, Rico, for all those great classic TOS podcasts. All right. On the 14th, our guest host again was Mark covered uh, an old oldie but a goodie in the sci-fi realm and this of course was Forbidden Planet you don't get much more classic than that and Mark does a great job of breaking down what the show was all about, what how the film came out and of course you know there's a remake of it and stuff and uh, Mark does a great job, Mark Daniels from the Seattle, Washington area Pacific Northwest, as he says from the great Pacific Northwest Mark Daniels On May 28th, there was a very short little audio thing uh, to get you to come on over and see the video. Another vidcast from the Rico Meister. That's right. He did Motor City Comic Con of 2017. And, you know, he always does a great job with those, especially now. He's getting to be quite the video editor. And we get to see a little glimpse of the uh, Comic Con and his uh, approach to it. It's very cool. Check it out. You can find those at www.vimeo.com forward slash Trekkie. T-R-E-K-K-I-E. Launching into June, we had a blast from the past where Rico dug up an old Ready Room podcast um, and played it. And it was the bloopers one where we uh, had all the stuff when we were trying to read. And oh, my gosh. You, you'll just laugh and laugh and laugh. Fantastic. The blooper episode of The Ready Room. Uh, on June 11th, a classic style show. This time covering not a TOS, but a TNG episode. And, of course, who doesn't like the uh, episode Violations from uh, Star Trek? And also, uh, Rico talked about Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. What a great film. And uh, he's talking all about his speculations and all the different things about Wonder Woman. So check out that podcast if you're interested. It was a June 11th edition. On June 18th, our buddy Mark was back from the Pacific Northwest, uh, this time with Rocket Ship XM from 1950. Talked all about it, and you kind of get a taste for the cool classic film that that was. On June 25th, uh, we had our classic summer Skype chat with a bunch of us present um rick pete was there angela brian uh, myself and we all talked about um the classic summer movie of course other things that have you know had strong female leads we were talking about alien we had ripley you know in there you know a woman killing the alien when all the guys get killed so i mean it's like you know (laughs) and, and they did the thing you know almost rinse repeat in this last one you know, kind of a thing. It's a woman, you know, taking charge for the most part in that movie in the last one. So, yeah, it's it, there's nothing, you know, there's always, you know, you know, those are those Internet people, Angela, you know, that just like I know. Oh, no. In episode 39 of the series of Xena, <laughs> she defeated Ares before ever Wonder Woman did it. Of course, like, okay. you know, <laughs> yes. One of the things I like about the movie is that it's not. It's not a feminist movie, right? I mean, it's a female lead, 
but it's not a feminist movie, you know. So no, no, I, I, not. Know, I mean, I they don't, don't. They don't like. It's not like they're shoving it in your face by any oh, means. I don't think so. And, and exactly. right, exactly. And and I and I love one of the things I think I said on 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 Treks and Sci-Fi when I first saw the movie. One of the comments that I had made is the thing that I thought was really cool about this movie. One thing, and I've heard a couple other people say it. I like the fact that it was in World War One. You know that World War One gets kind too. of gets frankly gets kind of ignored. You know they've had you know how many World War Two movies and and things oh, yeah. and stuff, but World War One and and I just like the fact that uh, you know in that time even more than if it had been in World War Two or something, mm-hmm. having this woman just sort of you know take charge and I think I remember you and Jen said it on on your show Angela about. You know, she just sort of like naturally starts to kind of lead these guys a little bit. And no one says, you know, I don't think anyone really, you know, of the little group uh, of Chris Pine's mm-hmm. little team of of, of mercs, basically. Yeah. Oh, I'm not following her. She's just a she's just a, a woman, you know, or whatever. You know, they just sort of like, oh, well, she's pretty darn good. Let's follow her because she's good. And she yeah. knows, she seems to know what she's doing. Rico, it is no secret that you love spider-man and you did a little mini podcast on your favorite hero spider-man that was on july 2nd check it out it's a smaller one but uh power packed with all sorts of great information then one of the coolest ideas a special show all about robots and androids and synthetic humans from the movies and tv uh, so Robots and Androids was the Trex and Sci-Fi episode. Um, Rico did a great job, and I think you'll enjoy it. I enjoyed it. It's always fun to listen to uh, a take on the... I, I loved robots growing up. Always wanted to have a robot. Um, played like I was a robot, and my favorite episodes of The Bionic Man were the Fembots so, and Bionic Woman. So go figure. Robots. Mm-hmm. Then Mark Daniels is back uh, with a 19, this was a little newer, 1983 movie, and you're all going to love this, Kroll. Have you ever wanted to have somebody talk about that movie? Well, there you go. Mark Daniels talks all about it and does a great job. So uh, that was the July 23rd episode. On July 30th, uh, a discussion on the San Diego Comic-Con for 2017. Also, a few comments about Valerian. Which, by the way, I finally got to see. I didn't have seen it yet. And then uh, watched it here just a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, and thought, wow, this is random, but uh, I kind of liked it. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. And then, of course, a little discussion on the Trek animated series, which uh, if you've never seen that, you need to get a hold of that and watch it. It's pretty cool. I, of course, I like anything Trek. Then on August 13th, we had a, a couple weeks off there. August 13th was a classic style show covering the DS9 episode, Darkness Light, or uh, The Darkness and the Light, and uh, talks about a little bit of collectible stuff. Uh, DS9 is always great to talk to, and congratulations again. Just uh, celebrated their big anniversary. Um, it's been fun. I'm friends with Nog on Facebook. Aaron is his name uh, and he's really a great guy a lot of fun to listen to and to uh, follow all of his antics he's a photographer like I am so I like uh, I enjoy hearing stuff from him but it was great to see that the big anniversary happened and 
Um, always liked Deep Space Nine. Such a different Star Trek series than the others. On August 20th. All right. Jedi Jeff is back. This time covering Star Trek ships about uh, Discovery. Yeah. Star Trek Discovery. Um, you can kind of sit back and, and you get prepped for the new Trek series. Uh, he talks all about the cool ships. And, of course, you know, Jedi Jeff is our ship expert. He's been working, by the way, on a bunch of models. you got to see some of his progression. Jedi Jeff. Jeff, Job, you are awesome. Thank you for being part of the Trex and Sci-Fi family. August 27th. What did we have? We had a roundup. And a look at the most, uh, most of the summer 2017 movies um, that Rico saw in the theater. He also talks about uh, his cool new TV that he got and uh, more stuff about uh, what's coming up on the podcast. Always fun to hear Rico run down on that. I always like listening to the tech that he gets because it makes me drool and then I have to go get it. Man, you cost me money, Rico. September 3rd was really cool. Why, you say? Why was September 3rd so awesome? Happened to be the 12th anniversary of of Treks in Sci-Fi. Can you believe it? 12 years going. I don't know of any other podcasts that have gone that long. And especially cool um, and amazing podcasts like Treks in Sci-Fi. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's a vidcast and you can watch it over on the Vimeo channel. Uh, covering the 1980 Flash Gordon movie was on September 10th. Flash Ah, Savior of the Universe. What a classic show. I love that show. I've memorized the music to that, that soundtrack and know all the lines and stuff. I don't know. I just thought it was the coolest thing back when I was a kid. Came out and loved it ever since, even though now that I watch it, it's kind of corny. But whatever. I like corny things, right? Ah. He also announced the winners uh, from the live show. Um, gave away a couple things and uh, talks about who won. Guest host Mark is back. That's right. With a classic movie from 1985. He's getting even newer as we go here. Huh? It's a classic, though. It's Life Force. Did you ever see that? Well, if you haven't, or you have, it's always nice to listen to Mark talk about it. You learn a little facts about it and, you know, some of the cool things about the movie. So good job, Mark Daniels, as always. September 26th, there was a group Skype chat again, this time uh, talking about the first two episodes of the brand new Star Trek Discovery series. Really interesting discussion. Except for the sounds and some of those things, I, I really was hoping for a few more references to things that we are familiar with well she kirk-feud the computer maybe what she kirk-feud the computer <laughs> yep that's right yep. See how smart yeah. her i did enjoy awesome. i did enjoy that 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 was a yeah, good, that's good right. scene that was a real good scene where she art basically you know out logics the computer so but my point is that the whole way they got people to start paying for this is all of us who are like super diehard fans you know and so it's like I I just wish there were a couple of more things I for think me, all... you know, for us that were you know like when we went to see, I felt like when we went to see Star Wars they did a very good job of like this is a new story but it's also what you remember 
And I I was hoping for a couple more thing little winks. I think there'll be a lot of that in the. uh, uh, From what they've been saying, I think there's going to be a lot of that in the rest of the season. From what I've been hearing, and 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 even even they talked about that a little bit on this After Trek show to a degree Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. with Rick Moyer's favorite host on After Trek. Uh. (laughs) Who is it? Some idiot. Uh, I, I didn't recognize him. I, 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 I didn't. They flash his name up there a couple of times. Clean. He's he's a he's he's a big goofy guy with a with a beard and glasses and 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 hammed it up on the camera way too much. But, and uh, no control, man. No control. Maybe he was real excited or nervous. He was just super annoying. Apparently, was oh, it? Wow. Not he, he sounded like uh, the way they described him. I haven't Manny seen it yet, but it sounded like Caesar Flickerman name, from The Hunger Games or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's been a really great year for sci-fi, or at least 2017 was awesome. Not only did we get a brand new Star Trek show, but also kind of another Star Trek show, even though it's not called Star Trek, Orville. And we thought it was going to be a big comedy, and then it turned out to be kind of really good. And a lot like Next Generation with a little bit of weirdness thrown in, well, Seth MacFarlane. But uh, anyway, Orville was covered uh, then on October 8th. Uh, talked about that. Also, uh, Rico talked about the new Blade Runner film. And, of course, a little bit more about Star Trek Discovery. On October 15th, a shorter-than-normal podcast was uh, done uh, talking about the Last Jedi trailer. Yeah, so all sorts of geeky stuff there and it's really interesting to listen to now that we've seen the movie on what we were thinking or what Rico was thinking when he watched the trailer so uh, check it out October 15th podcast guest host on October 22nd none other yeah treks in sci-fi ladies and gentlemen Mark Daniels is back with a classic one from 1961 voyage to the bottom of the sea and, of course, always great to hear from Mark because um, he rocks. October 29th, ooh, it was the special Halloween vidcast. That's right, over at Vimeo.com forward slash Trekkie. You want to be scared? Go over there and watch it. On November 5th, uh, we started out the uh, couple months before the end of the year. Uh, resident ship expert Jedi Jeff is back. As he rocks it with some more ships. Uh, he talks a little bit about the ships from The Last Jedi. Also from Discovery. Star Trek Discovery. And from Orville. Because you know. I mean all sorts of cool ships there. Big thanks to Jeff. Uh, always enjoy when Jeff does the podcast. Always makes it real interesting. And I notice things that I wouldn't normally. Because he's really into that. On November 12th. Some uh, geek talk. Uh, the brand new movie Thor, how do you say it? Ragnarok was out, and there was a commentary on that. Um, and then, of course, Voyager fourth season, uh, scientific method was kind of a classic uh, thing that uh, classic style podcast that Rico talked about. Audio blurb directing you to the vidcast again, ladies and gentlemen. From the Austin Comic Con, November 26th. You can check it out on the Vimeo channel. Um, also, uh, it was on the YouTube channel.com, user Trek SF. 
but uh, all about uh, the Austin Comic Con on December 3rd. Rico, Jen, and Angela take over the podcast together. It's Anomaly and it's Treks in Sci-Fi. That's right. They get together and there was a uh, talk about two episodes of Star Trek Discovery uh, and they're talking about it at Austin Comic Con. So it's really cool. Of course there's spoilers but I'm sure you've been watching it. So I'm not going to worry too much. On December 10th, Mark Daniels, our, he, our resident uh, fill-in for Rico, uh, did a classic sci-fi commentary. Um, this time, he did it on one called... It's 20 Million Miles to Earth, starring William Hopper, Joan Taylor, and Frank Puglia. Before I get into this week's podcast, I want to thank Rico for giving me this opportunity to share with all of you another classic science fiction movie. I also want to thank everyone who took the time to listen to me today. I hope you enjoy it. With that said, I'm going to play the trailer to 20 Million Miles to Earth. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. I'll be back after the trailer with some movie information, and then I'll get into the movie. Always nice to hear from Mark. And Mark, can I just say thank you? I don't. I should email you more often and tell you how awesome I love uh, your podcast. You're so great. It's just cool to see into a different realm of sci-fi. You know, kind of lost on us now. It's just not the same anymore. But uh, it's nice to hear uh, about the classics. Well, of course, 2017 brought us something very cool, and that was a new Star Wars movie. So we got to uh, see The Last Jedi finally. Uh, not what I thought it was going to be, but it turned out to be a pretty cool movie. I know some people didn't like it at all. Other people loved it. And, of course, we had to get the whole crew together to talk about what their opinions was or were. And you can listen to that. It's a classic Skype chat. Uh, got a bunch of people there. On December 19th, we had Angela and Jen. Uh, Brian showed up. Chris was there. Joe was there. Rick Pete was there. I was there. Uh, of course, Rico was there. A bunch of people. And we had a great time talking about it. You can check that out. December 19th edition, um, episode number 662, The Last Jedi. Then, of course, another Christmas fun thing. Rico did a vidcast again. I love this. It was a great vidcast. I enjoyed watching every bit of it. It was uh, episode number 663. If you listen to the audio, it just kind of puts you over uh, to the Vimeo channel, vimeo.com forward slash forward slash Trekkie. Then to round out the year on December 31st, Vartok was our guest host once again. This time, um, I just got done listening to this, by the way. Um, just this time he did uh, podcast number 664 about John Powell, who does a bunch of different music for def a bunch of different movies. And uh, he teams up with Hans Zimmerman on a few projects. And uh, Vartok always does a wonderful job at putting together the music. And we kind of get a glimpse into the mind of the composers. And that was it for 2017. A lot of different things I could do about the year of 2017. But um, for me personally, it was a tough year. Had some health problems and some different things, but uh, things are going a lot better now. I'm still enjoying my radio show. 
uh, that I do here in my local town. Um, lots of fun to do the afternoon show on Kicks 95.3. Of course, kind of weird to play country music, but that's my thing. I mean, that isn't my thing. That is what I'm doing, though. <laughs> Still doing voiceovers and having a great time. Uh, but 2018 looks to be an awesome year. Can't wait to hear the things coming up on the podcast. Rico's going to talk about that next um, in the next couple of uh, uh, episodes, so you get to hear a little bit more about what's planned for 2018. So, from the Pacific Northwest, I'm Rick Moyer for Treks and Sci-Fi, saying have an amazing year. I'm hoping for the best for you. Hope everything goes well, and don't ever be ashamed of being a geek. Get out there, spread the geekiness, and uh, you're out of this world. Just want you to know that. God bless. See you next time on Treks and Sci-Fi. 